Welcome to the Truly Nourished Podcast. My name is Rebecca Laurel Hill. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist and life wellness expert. This podcast has one mission, to help women heal their relationships with food and transform how they nourish themselves in body, in mind, and in soul. Each episode, we dive into teachings and tools that help you find your peace with food, more enjoyment living in and caring for your body, and more happiness and fulfillment in your life overall. If you're ready to feel like a truly nourished woman, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful listeners. Thanks so much for being here. This week's episode is a class I taught in my Facebook group. It's all about nourishing your true hungers to find your peace with food. I hope you're having a fabulous week. I'll allow you to proceed and listen in. Enjoy. What we're going to touch on today is things like diet burnout, the feeling of exhaustion that we can get in from trying so hard to change our body. Um, things like eating well, exercising, just living a healthy life and having it feel as easy and natural as breathing, understanding where inner food noise, that food chatter comes from and how we can end all that so that we can have that inner peace that we want. Also learning how to approach food from a place of allowing because so often what we're used to is approaching food from this place of restriction, right? So we're going to talk a little bit about approaching food from a place of allowing so that you can feel energized, not only in your body, but also in terms of like your mental space too. It's easier to focus and give attention to other aspects of your life because food is no longer that constant burden in your mind. And then understanding true hungers versus false hungers so that you can feel like the vibrant woman you really desire to be in your life. And when I say true hungers versus false hungers, this could be like physical hunger, such as, you know, hunger for food, truth versus false there. It can be mind hunger in terms of the thoughts that you will either allow or not allow your mind to chatter about. So it's about mind management. Uh, A lot of times we fall into what I call false hunger ways of thinking. It's like we think we want to ruminate on these thoughts. We, We think that it's serving us to ruminate in a certain way or to maybe talk to ourselves in a certain way, but it ends up not being truly what we're needing to focus our mind on, what we're truly needing to be thinking about to get us to where we want to go. So that's an, that's what I would call the mind nourishment part, understanding what are the false hunger ways of thinking and the true hunger ways of thinking there. Like when we're thinking about what does my mind truly need? What does my mind truly need to be focusing on to serve me and to get me to where I want to be? That That's the true hungers. And then the other aspect of this is the false and true hungers of your soul. So this is more, you know, a spiritual aspect. However you relate to spirituality, it's, you know, the essence of you, the inner being of you, that truest part of you, is she being nourished or is she just being fed by a lot of false hungers? And this is kind of a 
deep topic, you could say. There's a lot to this, so I won't be covering all of that in this class. However, these are things that we can expand on and that you can also, as a group member, uh, offer your own thoughts and questions and anything, epiphanies, ahas that you come up with either by being a participant in the group or participating in these live classes, reading the things that I post, whatever comes up for you. This is your place to share like what's landing, what's not landing, what's confusing, what's, oh, I love that. Oh, this triggers me because that's important too. Sometimes, you know, when we are in spaces, things can be shared that actually trigger us. And that can actually be a really good thing because oftentimes if we're being triggered, it means that there's something below the surface for us to look at. There's like an emotional healing perhaps that needs to happen around that. Okay, so that's just a little precursor into what I'm gonna be talking about and that's what we're jumping into right now. So basically, as women, one of the things we often strive for is creating a body that we like, right? It's heavily uh, influenced by our culture, you know, to go after a certain body shape or size. So we'll do things such as hit the gym, go on a diet or go on a healthy eating plan, however that might look, with a desire to change our body in some way. And often this desire can be so strong and such a huge focus of our life that we end up getting exhausted and burnt out in that process. And so this is the diet burnout that I talk about or also another way that I describe it. It's like the strive to survive cycle. I talk about this in my book, It's Just Food, which you can find on Amazon. And there's a diagram in there and everything that explains it. We can get into the strive to survive cycle in any area of our life. But in this particular context, I'm talking about we're striving to change our body, but it ultimately ends up ends up causing us to feel exhausted and burnt out and just like survival mode. So what happens in this cycle is we strive for a body goal. This then leads to depriving ourselves in various ways, whether it's physically, whether it's socially, whether it's emotionally, you know, whether physically being restricting your food in some way or um, that's the primary way it's going to look. Socially, maybe not allowing yourself to go out to dinner and or just enjoy life in a certain way that you would socially because you're trying to change your body or emotionally we're being deprived because we're not giving ourselves what we need emotionally in the, like the true self-care sense of being with ourselves and understanding ourselves and our emotions because we're so distracted with, I'm going to do this thing such as change my body in some way so that I feel better. So rather than really addressing the emotion, we're chasing something, thinking it, is going to solve the emotion, but that never actually ends up happening. So getting back to we will start to deprive ourselves physically, socially, emotionally for the sake of the goal. 
this deprivation leads to feelings of depletion and exhaustion eventually for either our body, for either our mind, like we just get kind of fed up and frustrated, or our soul. And in the soul aspect, we feel depleted in the sense that maybe we're not living our life to the fullest in the way that we really want to be because we have like food anxiety and fears or maybe because we have body anxiety and fears. And so we kind of hide out rather than showing up fully and and doing the things that we really want to do in our life. So that's the depletion that we can feel. And anytime we're deprived and depleted like this, we are in a state of stress. And that is survival mode in terms of how our brain and our body uh, physiologically are um, living. And so we'll basically, because of this body goal that we have, end up in survival mode. So that's the strive to survive cycle. Sometimes then the pendulum will swing the other way and we just throw up our hands in the air and we don't do anything at all because we've gotten to that place of exhaustion. And it's like this experience that we have where we do so much and we're doing something and we're doing something and we're trying so hard, but it then ends up feeling too hard and ultimately leads to nowhere lasting. Like even if we create some results, then it's like we hit that burnout and it doesn't last because, and we get discouraged and, you know, can throw our hands up in the air metaphorically and just kind of do nothing. We just sit back and like they call fall off the wagon and, and things like that. And this can maybe last for a few days, a few weeks, a few months, a few years, right? And then the cycle can start again because we never actually get to that place of um, where we want to be. The desire to change our body is typically always lingering still in the background, especially once again in our culture and society where there's a lot of messaging and marketing and just like cultural programming that you should improve your body, you should buy this or that program or this or that product, or join this or that membership so that you can get the result of improving your body and by doing so feel better about yourself. But like I touched on earlier, that doesn't actually help us feel better about ourselves. And I'll get more into that in a minute. So we never actually get to the place of feeling better when our motivation is coming from needing to change our body, okay? Instead, what happens is the harder we try or don't try because we're too exhausted or frustrated at the process, instead we end up slowly spiraling down just into more of that stress state and that feeling of like food and diet burnout as time goes on. So what I teach is that having a body you love comes from loving the body you have right now and from believing your body does not need to change for you to experience everything that you wish to feel as a person living in your body. So when we can get to this place of loving our right now body and understanding that It does not need to change for us to feel better emotionally in this moment. 
That then means that the motivation for things like eating well, for exercising, for just living in this healthy lifestyle way, that gets to come from a place of, oh, I just do this because. It's not coming from a place, okay, I'm going to do this so that my body can change. No, when we already can just be at a place of, I can love my body right now, then those behaviors that maybe we really do want to be doing in our life around our food, around our exercise, they can come from a place of like, this is just who I am. I just do this because I do this because this is who I want to be in my life because I value myself because I value these things in my life because I value my life in general. And I do it because it helps me move through the world each day in a way that I truly desire to feel in the world, such as feeling healthy, feeling vibrant, and feeling fully alive. All of those things do not require your body to change. You can start moving through the world like that right now in all the ways that you want to be. You know, we think about, oh, when my body changes, then I'm going to feel this way or then I'm going to be able to move through the world in a certain way or dress a certain way or go and do the things I want to do, whatever it is. But the truth is all those things can be happening right now. And when we can get to that place of doing that in the moment without needing our body to change, that's when everything starts to shift. That's when lasting results can come in, not only, let's say, if there is a a weight loss desire, but also just in terms of our relationship with food, okay? We are doing something because it's the identity we have that this is just who I am. I am a person who loves her body because I love my body. I just naturally do things, these sorts of things for myself. So it happens a way that feels like I say, as easy and natural as breathing. (laughs) Like if something is just who we are, it's like, Oh, it's just easy and natural like breathing because it's um, just a, a, a way that you see yourself in the world so it doesn't feel hard or like efforting or like trying. And this is like what I'm so passionate about helping women get to is to like become a woman who it's just who I am so it feels as natural and easy as breathing. And in my private mentorship Elevate that is specifically where I work really closely one-on-one in a private with a with a person in a in a way that is helping them to really focus on things like nutrition and food and exercise, also their inner peace and well-being and quality sleep because I believe that these four areas are really the pillar foundational areas of our wellness and that when they each of these areas can feel as easy and natural as breathing. Like we're able to move through the world and we're just able to show up and do the exercise we want to do, show up and eat the way that we want to eat, show up and feel at ease and at peace inside of ourselves and get that quality sleep every night because sleep is so important in terms of just functioning well in the world. When those things can be as natural and easy as breathing, life is good in in the sense that not that we don't have challenges 
or feel emotions that we have to process, whatever. But we have that firm foundation to face life with such uh, personal power. And uh, in like the mentorship that I offer, I teach this when I and I work closely with women in this way because these are the areas of my life that I have mastered. One one time, one day, I was like, "What's as easy and natural as breathing to me?" And it is things around my wellness. It wasn't always that way. Many of you know I came from an eating disorder, compulsive exercise addiction. Like like my wellness wasn't always as balanced as it is now. I didn't always have the inner peace I have now, but this has been a journey where I've come to that now these are the things that I have mastered in my life that feel as easy and natural and as breathing. And so I feel specially called to help women also master these and enjoy the benefits of this and have, you know, help women be able to experience the same that I've been able to experience. So the Elevate Mentorship is for those women who really want to commit to improving not only their physical well-being, but also their mental well-being in a close uh, proximity space with me and gain the mastery and the consistency in those areas so that, you know, you feel like that truly nourished woman in your life. Um, that is what Elevate is about. But now getting back to striving to change our body, another thing that happens in the striving is that our relationship with food really takes a hit, right? Because we start to have more of that food anxiety, more of that food chatter because of the food rules and maybe the programming we've received from weight loss programs and just the diet culture at large in our society. And, you know, the right food, wrong food type of thinking, good food, bad food type of thinking. And this causes a lot of inner food noise, as they call it, you know, the chatter in our heads. It also can increase literally our cravings for certain types of foods. And this inner disturbance zaps our energy and our attention from other important areas of our life. This was a huge thing for me back in the day. Like, (laughs) I could not focus on... Well, I could, I could, but not in a productive, really, um, like, uh, like results producing way that I wanted to, you know, in, in my past, because I was so focused on my food and body stuff and like the, the stuff that I was wrapped up in during my eating disorder. And it really, you know, my life took like I had results that, you know, were led to my divorce. Looking back, um, you know, I am glad that the divorce happened. I, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I can see that we weren't like the ideal match for each other now in terms of like the person I've grown into and the person I was not allowing myself to be at that time in my life. I got married very young and all that. So the divorce itself is now I'm very happy that it happened. But at the time, it was quite devastating. And a lot of what fueled into that divorce happening was my struggles in my own relationship with food in my body. So I'm just wanting to say that I really understand from my own journey how much the food struggle can zap 
our energy and attention from those other areas of our life that we do value. So now getting into that, you know, we have a lot of that food noise, a lot of that chatter. Um, we're because we're restricting, we're having those food rules. There's always a counterbalance. So the counterbalance is we might start to overeat or even secretly eat because that deprivation that's happening is leading to an over-desiring or an over-needing of the food. And once again, that over-desiring or over-needing can be like literally physically because maybe we're getting over-hungry and famished. So then when that happens, it's like we gasp for food. You know, when you hold your breath, you gasp for air. That happens very similarly in, in how our body responds to food and nourishment. But also there can be the emotional deprivation. And so that creates an over-desiring and meeting for food as well to uh, fill the void. So we, we might feel like, once again, overly hungry from physical deprivation. And that might lead to like the binging types of feelings where you feel out of control. Or we just might feel overly deprived or satisfied. Uh, Uh, deprived of satisfaction and pleasure in our life, which then causes us to reach for food to fill the void. I had both in my journey. I was definitely gasping for food, like getting over hungry. That played into my binges a lot, just like the physical restriction, not fueling my body right throughout the day. But then there was also this deprivation of like the pleasure in my life that I just was not allowing my life because I was so wrapped up in the like the food related things. And then as the counterbalance to that, I would literally reach for food to like feel fill the void that I was um, experiencing because I wasn't living the most fulfilling life. And so that is why I do this work you know, because I personally have experienced it in my own life and overcame it, um, helping clients overcome it too is what is so exciting. And that's also exactly why I've created my newest offering in my business called The Peace Process. That is the program to really help women find the inner and outer peace with food once and for all. So the outcome of the peace process is that food is easy, food is peaceful, food is nourishing instead of food is stressful, food is energy draining, food is anxiety provoking. So when food is easy, food is peaceful, food is nourishing, it means we get to feel energized and at ease at the same time. It's like we have the physical vibrancy and vitality that we want because we have this very nourishing relationship with food, but then we have the inner peace as well and the inner ease because the food noise is gone, which means then we're also able to focus on the other aspects of our lives that maybe have been a little bit neglected because of our food and body stuff. And, you know, when food is no longer a burden, when our our body image stuff is no longer a burden, you know, life can open up for us in all the ways that we want it to. And, You know, we learn how to approach food and choose food from a place of, once again, allowing. I kind of mentioned that at the beginning that I was going to talk about allowing versus approaching food from restriction. So we're 
learning in the peace process how to approach food from this place of allowing so that it's fueling our well-being rather than depriving and depleting our well-being like it does when we're approaching it from the more depriving, restricting sort of way. So a big part of the peace process that I teach is honoring our true hungers instead of our false hungers. So just to give an example, because there's a lot of true hungers and false hungers that we can have in our life, but just to give you a very concrete example, the desire to change our body is a false hunger. And that desire to change our body is a very real and prominent false hunger in our culture at large. And it's a false hunger because of this, because what we all actually want is to feel different. It's not so much that we want our body to change. It's actually the feeling that we're desiring is like we're hoping that changing our body will give us a feeling. It's the feeling that we truly want, okay? Everything that we want in life, whether it's to go on a vacation, to, you know, get a promotion at work, to change our body, to get a new car, to buy a new home. We say, oh, I want this physical thing, but actually, truly what we want is the feeling that we're hoping it gives us, okay? So changing our body may seem like what we want, but in reality, what we really, really want is to feel differently in some way about our body or in our body and to just feel better in our life in some way. We're saying like, oh, I feel bad in this way in my life because of my body. Therefore, I'll change my body and I'll feel better. But the catch 22 is, is like we actually have to start feeling differently first before we can have the thing on the outside, the inside creates the outside when we're trying to create lasting long-term changes. Yes, once again, we can create like these short-term wins by just efforting and trying, like maybe going on a diet, that sort of thing. But the long-term results that we want to have, the long-term vibrancy, the long-term like I just feel so good in my body, I feel good moving through the world, I feel like what I call a truly nourished woman in my life, That doesn't come from the outside. Maybe just like 1% of it, 99% of it comes from the inside. So we want to feel happier. We want to feel more vibrant. We want to feel more confident. We want to feel more uh, attractive, whatever it is, right? However, changing our body is not the real solution. And it's never a guarantee to having any of those good feelings that we want to have because feelings always are generated from how we think and believe about ourselves. So the good feelings we all desire come from how we think and how we believe. They come from our perspectives about ourselves, about our lives. They don't come from our body shape. So feelings are once again like the inside game, the inside process. It's not an outside one. They come from perspectives, how we see the world, the lens and frame through which we see the world, which is like our beliefs. So if you think you're going to feel better because your body changes, it's not actually, let's say your body does change and you do feel better. It's not because your body changed. It's because 
your thinking about your body has changed. So what this really, really means is you can change your perspective and beliefs about your body right now without your body changing, which means you can feel all the things that you really desire to feel right now in your current body. And this is the work that we really deeply do in the peace process once again. We get clear on what you're truly hungry for. Like I had mentioned earlier, the belief that my body needs to change so I can feel better, that's a false hunger. That's not what you're truly hungry for. What you're truly hungry for is to just feel vibrant, confident, attractive, like comfortable and at home in your body, right? The good news is we can start feeling those things now without our body having to change. Your body can still change. There's no rule against that. Bodies can change. Like, that. that's fine. But what I'm saying is you're going to feel so much better, not only now in the moment of now, but also long term and ongoing forever in your life. If we can get to that place of, oh, I can feel good in my body now. If it changes, fine. That's nothing wrong with it. But I don't need it to change to feel how I want to feel about myself, to feel how I want to feel in the world you know, I, I can do that right now in my right now body. So that's just an example of nourishing true hunger versus feeding a false hunger. So we want to start to nourish those true hungers specifically around the three pillars of you, your body, your mind, and your soul. So that managing food and eating are no longer like the huge energy drain and focus of your life so that you feel satisfied with your body and with your eating now and forever in the future so that your mind is clear and at ease mentally and so that you feel like you are living your joy in life because you are nourishing what you're truly hungry for in life like at that soul level and giving yourself what you're truly needing in life instead of what you think you should need or what other people tell you you should need that can happen a lot right we can go outside of ourselves like what should I want what should I need it's like the should 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 we can really get stuck into living our lives on shoulds right but this work and the work we do in the peace process is all about what are your true hungers you 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 your essence your truth that's what we're tapping into at that for that soul nourishment part. So it's my lived experience and also the experience of the clients that we work, work with that when we look at these three areas of remedying the deprivation that we've perhaps fallen into around how we're relating to our body, how we're thinking in our mind, and how we're Um, living from our soul or not living from our soul, when we intentionally start nourishing these areas by knowing our true hungers in these areas, understanding what true hungers are in these areas, and then nourishing nourishing them, things shift in beautiful and wonderful ways. Because 
we're nourishing the whole being of you. We're nourishing the body the way the body's asking to be nourished. We're nourishing the mind the way the mind needs to be nourished so that we can feel at ease and peaceful in our life. Even when life's throwing us curveballs, we can stay in our personal power and, and still manage life like an empress is what I call it, like the queen, right? Um, and then nourishing the soul so that we feel fulfilled on, on purpose in our life and like we're living the life that we truly want to be living so that we can look back someday and be like, mm, yeah, that was it. That was good. That was a good life, right? Um, so that's what happens when we nourish the whole being of ourselves. So we're looking at you as a whole person, looking at your life holistically and seeing where is there restriction and deprivation happening, whether it's happening around how you approach your body and the, your physical being, around your thinking and your mental space, or around how you feel about yourself and feel in your life? Where is there any deprivation happening? And we discover, you know, where you, maybe you're not being correctly nourished or where you've been feeding false hungers, maybe not even realizing you're feeding false hungers. And instead, we're going to, you know, uncover what those areas are and begin to nourish your true hungers instead. And so we're going to remedy the underlying stress, which is feeding the false hungers. That's what's causing the stress. That's what's causing any sort of deprivation that you're experiencing, whether it's in relation to body, mind, or soul. And when the stress is alleviated, once again, whether it's physical, whether it's mental, whether it's emotional, whether it's all of them, right? Because we can have areas that need nourishing in all of them. When those areas are feeling nourished, when the stress is alleviated in these areas, we naturally return to peace. We naturally return to our health. We naturally return to vitality, to vibrancy, to true well-being in our lives. And from this place, then what we can do is create new patterns of consistency. So first, the new ways of nourishing start to happen, and we see shifts there. But then we also want to create new patterns of consistency around this nourishment in nourishing our whole selves in this new way so that we can maintain the vitality and vibrancy and the health externally and internally like the inner health and the outer health and really feel like that truly nourished woman in our lives and continue to experience greater and greater levels of freedom in our life levels of ease externally and internally whether it's um in the work we do or in our relationships it just once again that phrase how we move through the world to be able to move through the world with ease that is um elevated when we're nourishing our whole beings in this way and just joy in our lives when we're moving through the world as a truly nourished woman in body mind and soul we're just naturally going to experience a lot of joy in our lives because we are so well nourished on all those areas so the peace process once again is my program that we're going to be doing all these things it starts in late january it really is about finding your inner peace with food and your outer peace, inner peace by ending the food noise, the food chatter, the food obsession, the worries, the fears, the anxieties about food that we can really get stuck in 
and also finding your outer peace with food, meaning becoming free of chaotic eating behaviors, however, you know, those look for a person. So this is all going to happen by learning and discovering what your true hungers are for your body, mind, and soul. And I'm going to be you know, guiding you through how to discover this and understand, oh, true hunger versus false hunger. And, you know, all the stuff that you need to know to like do this in your life. That's what we're going to be doing in the peace process. And then learning how to nourish those true hungers consistently. So the peace process, I'm really passionate about it and excited about it because it's not only going to forever change your relationship with food, it also up levels your whole self, like your whole person. It's improving your whole life as a result because you're going to be feeling more ease and be able to experience more joy and it increase um, and achieve like increasing levels of satisfaction as life goes on, as you're living more and more as this truly nourished woman, right? Body, mind, and soul. As you move through the world, as you live your life, just the, it's like a spiral upward. So if that is exciting to you, if that is like, ooh, I want to be part of that, then here's the details. So we're going to be starting in late January, as of now. It will be a combination of group coaching support, plus private one-on-one with me. So right now it's set up where we're going to do probably eight group coaching calls over about a course of four months. So two group support calls a month where you can jump on Zoom with me and we're going to coach through it, you know, and you can ask your questions, bring up whatever you're going through at that moment around your relationship with food. And then you're also going to have a private one-on-one call with me through the time that we're working together during that live aspect of the peace process. And on the one-on-one call, obviously that is your time to dive into whatever you need at that moment to really like have breakthroughs and ahas so that you can go out then and implement in your day-to-day life, whatever that next step is that you need to implement. So that's the power of that private one-on-one time is to focus on one really specific thing that you want to focus on. Whereas the group calls are coming on for group support, being able to, you know, get coached also, but also like listening to others be coached because I always say coaching for one helps everyone. I'm in a lot of my own programs. I have a lot of my own coaches because I'm doing a lot of things in my life, whether it's around business or just other areas in my life that I'm elevating. And I always find like when I'm on these calls with my sisters, you know, that, oh my gosh, she got coached on that, but it totally relates to me too. And it totally helped me. So that's the value of like that group coaching space. Um, In addition to just the Zoom calls that we'll do, there's also going to be a Voxer group chat. So if you don't know what Voxer is, it is a walkie talkie app. It's just an app you download on your phone and it's, you can either do texting on it or you can like leave voice messages on it and we can create groups on the app. It's a really cool app in, in terms of being able to be connected with people daily and have um, support in that way. So with the peace process, there is a Voxer group that we'll create and that's your place to be with your sisters, right? To offer them guidance, to offer them support, but then I'll also be in there as well and be able to answer questions and just like do little coaching riffs in the moment 
You know, if someone shares something and I have something I want to provide back to give them coaching and support, I'll just do a little voice um, recording and boop, there it is in Voxer and you get a notification and you can listen to it right there on the spot. So it's literally like coaching outside of the group calls that we do on Zoom. It's a way to interact day to day, which means when you're constantly in the energy of the support and the coaching and it, it keeps it front and center in your, you know, your life and in your mind. And you're able to, you know, build that momentum and make the changes you want to make faster over the course of time. There's also, in addition to like that coaching part of it, an online portal, which will have teaching modules. So you can listen to those um, videos, audios, however I end up creating them on your own time. So that's more the self-led portion where you just log into that member portal and you get to listen whenever you want to listen to it. Typically, the way I create stuff, I also do little worksheets or workbooks or create journaling prompts and things like that that go with the lessons that I'm teaching. So that's the piece process. And like as far as the membership portal goes, you have lifetime access to that content. Obviously, the the coaching part of it where you're working with me, that would be over the four-month period. But the other stuff that's self-led, you'll have lifetime access to. So as far as the pricing details right now, the piece process is on pre-sale. You know, I'm just kind of like starting to get the word out there and talking about it, which means if you join now, you're going to get the best price, which is 3333 for the coaching and the modules, teachings for lifetime, you know, for the Voxer chat that you're going to be able to engage in for four months. So right now it's a really good deal in terms of if you are a person who buys on price, now is the best time to buy because you're going to get the best price. But also in addition to that, you're going to get one-on-one calls with me. So literally, let's say if you message me and you're like, okay, I really want to do this and I want to join now, that means you're going to get one-on-one calls with me, one in December and one in January before the start of the peace process. In addition to your one-on-one call with me, once we're live, like after the end of January. Okay, so that's the benefit of joining on a pre-sale when, you know, I'm just starting to talk about it. Because then eventually the price is going to go up sometime in January. I don't know when. It's going to be when I feel like, okay, now is the time to raise the price. You know, I love to reward people who like, I'm ready, I'm in. I want to do this. You're going to get the better price. However, there's no bad price because this is a life transformation, right? So I believe, you know, in terms of myself, I've invested lots of money in myself and I've never regretted investing a single penny. I've always received things back from those coaching spaces and containers that I've been in that have just compounded the goodness of my life in some way. Even if I didn't like absorb everything that was being taught or participate in everything being taught, I always took something away from that coaching experience or that coaching container program, whatever it is that I've been in, that was like, okay, that was a huge gold nugget that I can now, you know, implement in my life or carry with me forever in my life. So 
That's why I believe like the pricing around this is no bad pricing. So even if you don't get in on the pre-sale pricing and you decide to wait because maybe you're just not sure yet or whatever it is, you know, that's fine. There's no right or wrong way to enter a program. The only way, you know, bad way to enter a program would be feel like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if this is for me. You know, we don't want to base our decisions on price. We want to base our decisions on is this the space where I feel like my life can be transformed in the way that I want to be want it to be? Like, do I feel like my relationship with food can be transformed the way that I want it to be transformed in this space? It's more of like a, an energetic feeling versus like deciding on dollars. Like when I invest in myself, I never decide on dollars, whether it's as little as $99 or as much as like $20,000. I've actually invested that much in myself in coaching and stuff like that. Um, I don't ever decide it on dollars. So, you know, you get to do whatever you want. Everybody does. But getting into what I was saying just a moment ago, the price will go up in January. So don't feel pressure that, oh, I want to do this, but I'm just not sure yet. You know, even if you end up investing more in yourself, you know, it's worth it, right? There's no like terrible investment in yourself. Okay. So that's my tangent on investing. Um, but getting back to what, you know, if anyone who wants to join now in December, if you do join during pre-sale, once again, you're going to get that extra coaching with me um, and connection with me and also Voxer access with me now too. So, you know, not only the one-on-one -on -one with Zoom with me, but we can start on Voxer as well. And you can reach out to me if you have things and I can shoot back little coaching tidbits, answer questions, provide you support. So you're literally starting the peace process now, but it's just like more informally starting. Um, if you want to wait till the formal start, at the end of January, that's fine too. It's just that the price will go up um, and you'll miss out on some of that one-on-one -on -one time with me. So if you are interested, message me, you know, just DM me on either Instagram or here on Facebook. Um, that's just the best place to do it is to DM me, ask your questions, you know, anything that you want to chat about. If you're even like thinking, Ooh, this might be right for me, but I just have this question or I'm unsure about this. That's what the DM messages are for. Um, also I want to mention, like I talked about elevate. So that's the two offerings I have right now are the peace process, but then also elevate. That's really my high level like high touch mentorship experience where we're working on like a very holistic view of your wellness, sleep, nutrition, relationship with food, and also relationship with exercise, building consistency in those areas, elevating so that you can show up in your day-to-day -day life and it's just as easy and natural as breathing. Like you exercise every day if that's what you want or three times a week or whatever it is whatever you like your desire is there's no right or wrong we elevate you to having that consistency so that it's just who you are same with your nutrition same with your quality sleep like getting that solid good sleep every night like if if that's a challenge for you working on that um and then the inner peace and well-being we all want in that inner peace and well-being I mean it is like the most yummy juicy thing in life to just be able to be in our day-to-day -day life and just feel that peace 
when we have the challenges, like, okay, that was like, but, you know, we've quickly returned to peace, you know, instead of spiraling down into what I call the suffering. Okay. So these are the things we work up, work on in my private mentorship. All right. So if the idea of that lights you up where you do really want to work closely with me long term, um, three, six, nine or 12 months, that is the space to do it. So we're working beyond the relationship with food, okay, and elevate. So it's really for super committed women who are going to show up for themselves in a big way and want to be in close proximity with me, like get all the juicy inside information in terms of how I've mastered this in my own life. You can also um, message me about Elevate if that sounds like exciting and vibey to you as well. Mm, I had so much fun teaching that class. I hope you enjoyed it as well and got something out of it. I forgot to mention in the Facebook Live that both the Peace Process and Elevate have monthly payment plan options as well. For the Elevate information, please just message me or email me. For the Peace Process, as I had talked about in the Facebook Live, full pre-sale pricing right now is 3333. The payment plan option would be three monthly payments of 1111, 1111. If that is of interest, of course, just reach out. I'll be happy to support you. And I would love to welcome you into the peace process. Until next time, my friends, sending you so much love. Bye-bye. Hello, beautiful listeners. If you enjoyed what you heard on today's episode, if you had some breakthroughs or an aha moment, I would absolutely love to hear what those were. Tag me at Rebecca Laurel Hill on Instagram, or you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This really helps me get an idea of what's landing, what you want to hear, and more of what you want to go deeper on so that I can serve you at the highest level. And if you can please share this podcast so that I can help more women, that would mean the world to me. Let's all rise and change this world together by living as truly nourished women. Thank you again for being here. I'll talk to you in the next episode.